Hello. gonna feel sorry for you if anything at all i'll pull down your pants take off my belt and whoop your behind just black and white man them jokers will be size of a quarter dog on it's that kapooya kapooya this is the truth you want answers i think i'm entitled you want answers i want the truth you can't handle the truth this is danny land and i'll make them pay Hello, friends. Did you miss me? Where are we? Happy New Year, friends. I need the time away, the time away from the news, and uh, I got to be honest with you, I hate when I'm right. It'd be a lot easier if I wasn't so gifted in knowledge. My name is Danny Cheklinski. I'm 56 years old. I refuse to grow up, all right? I'm over here in Willoughby, Ohio, by myself, 20 miles east to downtown Cleveland, Again, I'm not a Republican. I'm a freaking libertarian, okay? I hate the government. Love the country. Don't have any kids. And I don't date. I've been thinking about the uh, podcast over the past three weeks or so. And the direction it's going to uh, shift in. Once uh, Sleepy Joe and Cameltoe start running the cartoon parade in D.C. All right? First of all, very easy to do a podcast for the next four years bitching about the Democrats. I mean, there's a lot of those podcasts out there. Quite frankly, uh, we're not going to do it, okay? We're going to discuss the things that happen and things that are interesting. And, and, and right now, I can't avoid politics. Shit's happening that's never happened before. However, if you have listened to this podcast since I launched it just uh, probably over a year ago, you were not surprised by what happened last week. I told you it was brewing. I told you it was building. Yeah, I, I said that the, that the 800-pound gorilla was being ignored. And the next thing you know, there's a shirtless man with his face painted like Captain Marvel wearing a freaking Viking hat, and he's standing on the floor of Congress. <laughs> How do you prepare yourself for that? Oh. All right. Let's see if we can make sense of what happened last Wednesday. And I, I keep saying it didn't surprise me at all. That's because of what was tolerated this summer. Follow now. 47 people died this summer at the hands of social terrorist organizations like Antifa and, uh, and Black Lives Matter. There's nothing good about these organizations. You let the urine bombs from Black Lives Matter destroy cities without any repercussions, so it causes the idiots to think, you know, it's okay. Isn't that right there, Tucker Carlson? Huh? Our media class wants you to know that what happened yesterday at the Capitol was domestic terror. It was a MAGA terror insurrection. So we thought we needed to replace cops with social workers, but not on Capitol Hill, because that's where the politicians live. The interesting point, and we can't make this enough, we're gonna continue to make it, because it tells you everything. The media didn't always think that violent political protests were a big deal. In fact, last year when BLM was destroying our cities, torching places like Kenosha and Minneapolis, riots were positively romantic. They were the language of the unheard. Civil rights revolutionary Martin Luther King Jr. once said, but in the final analysis, a riot is the language of the unheard. And what is it that America has failed to hear? Over 50 years later, what is America still not hearing? Martin Luther King said, riots are the the language of the unheard. Martin Luther King said it best, a riot is the language of the unheard. 
Okay, that was kind of a long clip, but I think everything that Tucker Carlson said there is it's spot on and very important. This problem is not going to go away, okay? People see two different sets of rules for two different sorts of people. That's why people are pissed and, and nothing has been solved. This summer, the urine bobs, they would riot, they'd get arrested, they'd bound out right away, they'd go back to stealing Hennessy and throwing rocks at cops. So people see this. And they think they can do whatever the hell that they want. And guess what? We didn't knock down any statues. We didn't vandalize anything. But we did. <laughs> we did, as I say that. Uh, we did break down the um, Nancy Pelosi's office door. Right, well, that, see, right there. That's what I mean, okay? People watch cities burn this summer, so in their dumb minds, they thought, yeah, well, I, I guess we all can do it, right? And how about the jackass walking out with Pelosi's podium? Yeah, he broke the law, okay? But I gotta be honest. I laughed at it, all right? It's just a goofy picture. Now, all of a sudden, and I'm, I'm not trying to minimize what happened last week, okay? But it's kind of interesting, at least to me, and it should be to you, how the Democrats are just, they're a Appalled at this behavior. <laughs> Just stop, all right? You're making yourself look foolish. Camel Toe had no problem with rioters this summer. And, and I can back it up, too, all right? She, uh, she went on Stephen Colbert's show and basically promoted violence. Stop. They're not going to stop. And that's, they're not, this is a movement. I'm telling you, they're not going to stop. And, and everyone beware because they're not going to stop. It is going to, they're not going to stop before election day in November. And they're not going to stop after election day. And that should be, everyone should take note of that on both levels, that this isn't, they're not going to let up and they should not. And we should not. All right. Who's that person? Because all of a sudden now, she's offended. She's appalled. This woman is a blatant liar, and she is as phony as her freaking cackle laugh. Now, hold on. Don't, don't think for one second I don't have something bad to say about the Republicans either, okay? Donald Trump Jr. at the D.C. rally last week, he took the stage. The guy likes to... Uh, he likes to yell a lot, all right? Guess what, folks? If you're going to be the zero and not the hero, we're coming for you, and we're going to have a good time doing it. We got to start fighting like the Democrats do, right? We got to play their game. We got to take their fight to them their way. Our reluctance to do that over the last few decades is why we are in the position that we are in. So today, friend or foe, today, Republicans, you get to pick a side for the future of this party. All right. It's too much of a hothead for me. And there's a, lot, I know, there's a lot of people out there saying, you know, Trump Jr. is going to run in 24. He may, but he's not going to get the nomination, okay? i got to be honest with you. Re Republicans want nothing to do with Trump right now. Nothing at all. They want distance. It's kind of like what uh, the Democrats did to uh, the Clintons in 2016. All right, but don't rule out a third party for Trump. Timing is everything. So if, that, if he wants to do that, launch a third party, he's got to do it sooner than later. 
And one thing I've learned about studying Donald Trump, he always has a plan. And what that plan would be is pretty much anyone's guess at this time. The conflict in the country, it's still there. The division is real. This is not going to go away. And one of the biggest problems is that there are two sets of rules. Talked about this at the beginning of the podcast. Two sets of rules. There is absolutely no consistency here. But the point is there are two standards, one that applies to you and the other that applies to the pasty, pink-haired Antifa riders. They can do whatever they want. They, of course, will go back to Sag Harbor at the end of the day and stay with their parents. It's totally fine. But Trump supporters, they're insurrectionists. They should be hunted down. Today, CNN unveiled a Soviet-style enemies list to make it a little easier to find all those Trump supporters and then destroy them. I'm going to be honest with you. I always have been. There's a revolution going on here, and there's one been going on for quite some time. And it's, it's like an endless circle at this point, pretty much like the perfect storm. The, me, the follow, media gives the appearance that they are just shocked by the uprising. Come on, how stupid are we? Really? They, the media, like, they like buildings that burn and explosions and people running because it's like the Truman Show. Remember that movie with the Jim Carrey? Everybody's fascinated by, by what they see on television. They're you know, watching this happen in real time. If you're, fellow, if you're a social media star, you have influence because you have people following you. It's kind of disturbing. The Kardashian family, they've made billions off this formula. And it only encourages more idiots to try out and do, or actually to try to outdo the other idiots. Lindsey Graham turned on to Trump. Trump's just got pissed. This woman had her iPhone out. That's the other thing, too. People are grabbing their iPhones like they're a TV camera guy or something like that. But she, woman pulls out her, her iPhone. She starts ripping on Lindsey, uh, Lindsey Graham in the airport. You traitor! You traitor! You traitor! You are a traitor! Lindsey Graham, you are a traitor to the country! You knew it was rigged! You know it was rigged! You know it was rigged! You garbage human being! Oh, good God. But my point here is simple. We as a nation, we're, we're divided. We're divided in a way I've never seen in my lifetime. Again, I'm 56 years old. I don't know what type of Kool-Aid these people are drinking, but I got news for you. There isn't going to be a truce because the difference is too big. It's kind of like uh, my friends like this comparison. It's like the guy that comes home after work late, liquor on his breath and lipstick on his collar, and he, he can't understand why his wife won't give him a blowjob. It's pretty much what's going on here. So stop looking for a solution, okay? It, it doesn't exist. It's called a breakup because it was broken. I'm Danny Chekolinski. Check out my blog, RadioDanny.com. That's RadioDanny.com. By the way, uh, I mentioned this before. Facebook has banned it. Uh, they did it about a year ago. Um, I don't know why they did it, but they, that's what they do, I guess. All right, continuing on here. We're going to talk Cleveland Browns football coming up here in just a bit. An amazing story from this past weekend. we got a few uh, vaccines out there right now for the uh, Chinese virus. That's the good news, all right? The bad news is the government has their hands on it, so you know it's going to be a complete shitstorm. Let's go to Florida. Again, I lived in West Palm Beach for 14 years. Mother is still down there. Um, she will be moving back on May the 1st. She got to ring the bell without going into great detail. I respect her privacy, but that's kind of a good thing. 
So let's go to the Florida soundbite here, okay? This is a perfect example of the tension in this country right now. Uh, this is uh, Governor DeSantis. He's taking on the media. They're talking about the, uh, the vaccine and shit. And uh, it's self-explanatory. Governor, what has gone wrong with the rollout of the vaccine that we've seen phone lines jammed, websites crashing? It's a lot of demand. I mean, I think at the I, end of the I, day, we, excuse finish, me, excuse if could, me. If I could finish my question. You just said what has gone wrong, so I'm answering the question. If I could complete the question, though. So are you going to give a speech or are you going to answer, ask a question? With all due respect, Governor, you I'm You asked the question, I'm, I'm going to answer it. I'm trying to finish my you're not, question. No, you're, you're, you're giving a speech. You asked the question. I am trying to ask you the you're going to ask how many questions? Oh, God, you stop. get three? They Thanks. only got one question. No. Why do you get three? With all due respect, Governor, I'm just asking if I could finish no. my question. You didn't. You my finished the question. Stop. So freaking irritating. Let me talk about the Chinese virus here, okay? I know it's real. And I know that people are dying. I just wish people would be honest and say they have... They really have no idea what they're dealing with here. I refuse to live in fear. Nobody should. I have faith, and I'm working on building my faith, my, my spiritual faith. We're, we're all living on borrowed time here, people, okay? We're, we are not the ones in charge. And I, Danny Chekolinsky, I'm not going to let fear of the unknown change my behavior. Life was never fair, okay? That's not the way the game is played. <laughs> Our time here is very minimal. Let me explain. I lost a friend that was uh, 15 years Oh, 15, 51 years old, the COVID, about the three weeks ago. Five weeks ago, a dear friend of mine who's uh, 67, he got it and was back to work within like five days. We all look for answers because, once again, we are an instant gratification society. But listen to this man. He laughed at the Chinese virus. A lot of people have. This is the same man now in ICU with the Chinese virus and he's fighting for his life. Give it a listen, okay? I took my doctor's advice and wore a face shield because of my claustrophobia. I thought it was a bad flu. I didn't know. I listened to the wrong people say the wrong things. I was wrong. Uh, that's that's kind of chilling. That's the sound of somebody dying, my friend. And I don't think for one moment that we know what we're dealing with. I, I have I I have no idea if the vaccines work. A lot of and a lot of you feel the same way. People just want answers. They they want to know what the hell is going on. And I'm here I'm here to tell you that is not part of the rules of the game. You're not going to find the answer in Google. People are so blindsided right now by their emotions that they're making bad decisions. What's going on? Well, we get to uh, address the biggest disappointment of 2021. Oh, my heart is broken. With the news of the impending divorce of Kim Kardashian 
And Kanye West. I met Kanye in 2002. He would ask everyone, like, who I was, and they always said, like, oh, she, you know, has a boyfriend. We just always kept on, like, connecting and coming into each other's lives. And then he invited me to Paris to his fashion show, and then that's when it, like, happened. That's when we started our relationship. Anytime I was around her, I saw her, it was a magnetic attraction to this force of energy. She was good, pure, happy, loving, brave, courageous, strong. Whore. Oh, don't get mad at me. Come on. Don't be offended by what I say. Kim Kardashian made millions off polishing Ray J's fine ebony tool. And I'm going to be honest with you. If I could make millions off a video of me going downtown in the boneyard, I would just pucker up and say, ah. Um, the, the innocent victims of the story here, the kids, well, they got four kids or so, and they're so far removed from reality, they, they don't stand a chance. If you, if you still don't understand what I'm, I'm talking about, look at the cast of Different Strokes, the kids from the sitcom in the 70s. See how they turned out. That's what I see happening to the Kardashian West kids. I hope I'm wrong. One more thing, and that's football. I love the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> Father and I, uh, when he was still alive, he passed in 99. We would always talk about the game of that week and who he would face the next week. And uh, when the Browns came back in 99, I put Father's name on the, on the wall of the new stadium. Well, the Browns had their first playoff game since 2004 this past weekend. <laughs> they won. They shocked the world. They beat the Steelers. In the year 2020, which is possibly, well, let's be honest, I'm 56 years old. It's the shittiest year of my, my life. Probably yours, too, because of the virus and all that shit. But the Cleveland Browns are kind of like America's team now. This is a team unlike any other in the NFL. First of all, I mean, we've been the butt of jokes for years, and being a loser is the only thing I knew about Browns football. Now, I moved back here to Cleveland, Ohio in 2018, because of the people. Uh, they're very ugly, <laughs> being honest. Very kind, very passionate. I'm ugly, kind, passionate. The weather here sucks four months out of the year. But I mentioned this for a reason. The, the hope is that you will understand why I'm finally grounded. Brown's players return to the airport in Cleveland at 3 in the morning. It's freezing cold here right now, okay? And there's a stupid curfew in effect. But this is the scene as the players drive off from the airport and they see the fans. Here we go, Brownies! Here we go! Here we go! God, that feels good. Cleveland peeps, it feels great, doesn't it? We, uh, Browns are traveling to uh, Kansas City on Sunday. Great. By the way, I, I worked in Kansas City for three years. Great city, great fans. Just a wonderful town. Great food. I love it. And I'm a realist. Kansas City is very good. Browns are going to lose by more than 14, and that's okay. Because it was all worth it uh, beating the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. I, I, I don't even want to think how much medical marijuana I'd have to buy if they made it to the championship game. Go, Browns. See what happens. Not... Not confident. 
My name is Danny Chekolinski. We have a 24-hour comment line. It's always open. Anything you want to say about anything, 561-318-3702. I don't get money from the podcast. I don't want it, okay? Uh, can you help me out? Can you promote the podcast for me? Just get on the social media, Twitter, Facebook, assuming you're not in jail or anything like that, and... Uh, and promote it, okay? Radio Danny on Facebook. Be my friend. The power of the podcast comes from you. It's great to be back 2021. We'll see what the hell happens, huh? Shut up and sit down. You have just experienced the truth. Those asinine morons who canceled us were themselves fired for incompetence. Make sure to tune in again to Danny Land. I'm charming and clever, and I can unhook a bra with my toes. Be Danny's Facebook friend at Radio Danny. He'll be sure to send you pictures of his wang. <laughs>